0: Are you ready?
1: A shot of wrestling. Yeah. Episode one ten. Wait.
0: Got from the fans to the bands, let me hear the crowd pop. to so take a shot, one. It's at the best that you got. We about to go live. Are you ready to rock? So take a shot, one. It's at the best that you got. From the fans to the bands, let me hear the crowd pop. to so take a shot. Oh yeah. So take a shot. Oh. So take a shot. Oh. So take a shot. Oh yeah. So take a step up to the break. We got. Championship team from my land to Japan and everywhere in between. Get the up-to-date news on the wrestling scene. So take a shot, boy. fans calling the line. Talk smack, get tossed. Stop the to sound like mankind. 98, 99, in the attitude never sold out. Got the ticket the rock and ball mirror I'm a street breaker, I'm a heartbreaker. This is my yard, I'm a more raiser. freaking land. new day, AJ with my style, back in the crowd. On that from the fans? go to pick up the dial. Gonna get the shout out to my boy down the Queens. and the sexy saving, up a rookies on the scene. Busy dog, elf day my and we're coming so hard like it's Monday night. Raw, so take a shot. What is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. boy. What is that the message you got? From the fans to the fans, let me hear it. What? It's at the best that you got. we about to go live. Are you ready to rock, so take a shot. What? It's at the best that you got. From my hands to the fans, let me in the crowd. Right? So take a shot. Oh, yeah, so take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh. Yeah.
1: A full-length intro by Padiak. Last heard on episode 100. Now you're here at 110. Let me tell you what happened, folks. Green Man saw a bug in his office this week. And uh, you know what Green Man is? He, like, over-exaggerates things. So he called to get the office fumigated, getting us to Green Man's penthouse. To be we weird if I'm doing a show from Green Man's penthouse without Green Man.
2: So here's Green Man. Hello, Michael J. Putty. It's worth to do a show to you face-to-face. Uh, and, and what a show we're going to have tonight here on episode 110. I'm beyond excited to get here. To, to get this started, to get things moving. It's been a while since we've been together. I miss you. How you been? What's new with you? I went to the store today. Okay. Something never happened to me before. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm leaving the store, crossing the street. In my periphery I see a bus. Okay. The bus is coming. I see that out of my periphery the bus doesn't stop at the bus stop. It just keeps going. So
2: that sucks.
1: I, I got to turn my head to make sure if I have time to cross the street. I don't. The bus is coming. But instead of seeing where the bus, what bus line it is, it says, emergency, please call police. Oh, shit. The bus? I never saw that before. I've seen it once. Did you call the cops? So the, the bus drives by. It's completely dark in there. Uh-huh. Nobody's inside. Okay. So I'm crossing the street. I'm like, this is going to eat away at me. I, uh, I'm going to go to bed tonight and not think about this. <laughs> so I call the police. Of course. But as like,
2: any, any good human being would do. I mean, told me to. Yeah. You're, you're
1: simply following directions at this point. First of all, the the 911 uh, operator is a complete bitch. Nasty.
2: Really? Very nasty. <sighs> and then I... The 911 operator...
1: Yeah, a little biznatch.
2: The the person who, who is trained to kind of calm yeah, down so the situation. So and end, she tells me,
1: all right, helps on his way, stay where you are. I'm going to stay where the
2: fuck I am. The bus is already fucking 20 minutes gone. <laughs> what do you want me to stay here for? It could have been like one of those, like that movie with Sandra Bullock, yeah, uh, Speed. So I'm sitting in the corner for you like know? three minutes.
0: Wait a minute. Did I just say three minutes? I'm
1: like... Huh. Do I have to stay? I don't have to stay here. Call our friend Joker. Told him what happened. Don't fucking stay. He said, no, the other you know where you can leave. I'm like, I can fucking leave. Don't know what happened. No bus exploded on the news? No. There's no terrorist attack?
2: Not that I'm aware of. So,
1: so he said sometimes the bus pressed the wrong button.
2: Oh, that's fucked up. It's fucked up. So, But you know, I feel good
1: about myself. I did a
2: good thing. You did it. Absolutely did a good thing. I did a very, very bad thing today. I did a very, very bad thing. I celebrated Green Man Day. Happy Green Man Day, everybody. We need to crack open one of these PBRs. Oh yeah, so good, because fuck Rusev today, it's Green Man Day, and uh, thank you for reminding me, by the way, just completely forgot that March 30th was the birth of Green Man back in Orlando, Florida, WrestleMania 24, where it all started, where it all began for your boy, the Green Man.
1: That's the day you got lost?
2: <laughs> I did.
1: And, uh, oh God. And your friends didn't go look for you, no. I, with two physically impaired feet, hobbled around the whole Orlando Citrus Bowl looking for you, and finally I found you.
2: I have to say that that uh, show of kindness from you, Michael J. Putty, really cemented my relationship, my brotherhood with you, I feel, because Took that long, huh?. You, Fucking dick. How, <laughs> how many years have we known each other before that? That was another 10 years before that, right?: uh, No, that was no, not that long. 25, six. Yeah, Either way, a, a good long enough time where Six we years. could actually cement a good relationship. But it wasn't until that moment, until I was drunk out of my mind, green as green could be. And I am walking around with four WrestleMania chairs. Now, ask yourself, why is the green man walking around with WrestleMania chairs? Follow me on Instagram and I would tell you why. Because tip that I share with everybody is a tip that we have come to know is that we don't want to pay the hundreds and hundreds of dollars for a front row seat at WrestleMania where they give you those nice chairs. We're just going to take an extra Benjamin in our pocket and we're going to see who wants to sell their chair. There's plenty of people who do not want to travel with their chair. There's plenty of women who get coaxed by their boyfriends, husbands, lovers to be like, hey, you're coming with me to WrestleMania because I love it and they don't need a chair. So uh, buy yourself a chair. I ended up getting four because I-, I cared about my buddies and I went back. You also lied to- and
1: said you were hardly to make-a-wish.
2: <laughs> well, if you saw me green, wouldn't you think I'm a make-a-wish kid? Still do. Oh anyway but uh yeah i walked around this citrus ball with four wrestlemania chairs and i literally was completely lost yelling your name mike mike and then in in the far distance a glimmer of like the sparkle in your eye just caught my attention and you looked at me because you're tall so you like oversaw everything it was like the sun came out at night and you said green man and i was like holy shit after that we found each other and i was like you have earned your wrestlemania chair like you wouldn't believe and we have cemented our brotherhood and our relationship on march 30th green man day what was a bad thing you did huh what's the bad thing i celebrated green man day it's not a bad thing yeah it's a very bad thing very very bad my uh my wife doesn't like green Man, so it's a very very very, very oh, bad thing. I'm that list. What <laughs> a story you got there, my friend. Well, let me tell you. If um, you want to hear more stories like this, if you want to be part of the conversation of A Shot of Wrestling, we have the forum for you. You could join A Shot of Wrestling Facebook group and just come on, make yourself at home, talk about wrestling. We don't mind. We welcome you right in. Or follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook at A Shot of Wrestling. And on Twitter, Shot of Wrestling, no A. Now, we're a friendly folk, Michael J. Putty. There's a hotline. If people want to talk to us, leave a message, be part of the show, 619-343-3005 or simply email us at inbox at a shot of wrestling dot com. So there's plenty of ways to get in contact with your boys here at Shot of Wrestling and there's a lot more going on. Michael J. Putty, what do you got for us tonight?
1: Man, I did not miss that. It's it's called selfless promotion. We're going to try that again. Selfless promotion what again. you do. You're gonna edit this out, right? My story got that, green man. Thank you. But if you like stories, episode one ten is brought to you by To Be The Man Comics. Oh yeah, we got a sponsor. They present Evil Ain't Good
2: chapter one. Have you read it? Uh yes, twice already. It's, it's a nice, quick little read done on the train a couple times.
1: Fabulous Frank Hazard and his arch enemy, Greg the Gargoyle Grimes, are just a couple of but the boys, you know, traveling up and down the road. Absolutely. With their violent blood and guts, Southern Territory, under threat of extinction from the cartoonish promotion up North, Hazard and Grimes. Here, rivalry has spilled out of the ropes and into the batshit insanity of their daily lives. Huh, so they got to set us they their boiling
2: hatred for each other and uh, form an unlucky tag team that must fight evil in and out of the ring. Dude, the graphics are sick. First of all, the illustrator is phenomenal. It, 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 the story is captivating. To be the Man comic, like I said, I've read it twice mm-hmm. and I loved it each time. Um, there's a nice, there's a, a few little Easter eggs around the whole comic when it's all put together. But as far as the stories, I mean, if you like zombies, if you like wrestling, and if you like To Be the Man comic, you need to go get it. Amazon.com, ten bucks, or um, go to a local wrestling show. I think they sell it for seven or eight dollars there.
1: They're presenting episode one ten here tonight. That's right. Great man. Who's your interview this week? Ah.
2: Uh, well michael j putty i know everybody's been waiting for it so let's make them wait no longer tonight um, it is my pleasure to sit down on a conversation with joey janelle it's a great man take it away it is wrestlemania season and we are on our way to some great gcw shows we're gonna check out Bloodsport, and we're gonna check out joey janelle's spring break too we're big proponents about saying that wrestling brings us together, and tonight is no different. Tonight, we are joined by the bad boy, Joey Janella. Joey, welcome to A Shot of Wrestling. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm doing pretty good.
3: Uh, just uh, chilling out. Going to Walmart. I got some head cut or something on my leg. I'm going to get some, uh, some kind of spray to make it stop oozing goo. Oh,
2: brother. Well listen, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule um to talk to us here uh so let's get right into it um so we already know your coming up story so little backyard wrestling you know lied your way into the business yeah, but is there like a specific moment that in your mind just clicked that was like yo this is this is what I want to do for the rest of my life
3: yeah, it's just you know I knew I wanted to do professional wrestling that was it. A little teeny totty bad boy and uh you know, it's just the hard work that goes into it. You know, the traveling and the people you meet the uh, the friends and relationships you make and uh you know I think that's been the best part, you know, about professional wrestling. The in ring stuff, you know, it's a little it's just a little wacky, crazy at times, especially me, but it's all worth it at the end when uh collecting that paycheck and uh kissing uh, all the girls. Well, not all of them, but maybe <laughs> one. I don't know, she's sitting right next to me so I, I don't want to out the mouth too much because she'll probably hit me with a uh, crazy kick to the head but uh,
2: yeah now is it a secret of who is sitting next to you or are we allowed to bring that into the conversation right now
3: yeah we can bring it the conversation right. uh Son- 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 Sonny is sitting next to me Tanny Sitch no just kidding uh, Penelope <laughs> the beautiful Penelope uh, I would Ford, I would never man. be sitting next to that bitch <laughs> well Sonny Penelope Floor I'm sitting next to yeah she she uh she's listening right now and uh, i'm gonna keep it uh keep
2: it uh pg PG. absolutely well i i have to say from the (laughs) bottom of of my heart um you're doing very well for yourself my my man you're doing very well um
3: yeah yeah Yeah.
2: (laughs) is there any challenges or any benefits to dating someone who's in the business uh
3: there's benefits and there's challenges you know it's just uh you know that's the way it is I, i really never wanted to date anybody in the wrestling business but Here I am and it's been three years and, you know, a very attractive girl, you know, um, that I found. And uh, she's killing it now and she's doing very good for us over the wrestling business. And uh, I'm happy for her and I'm happy how things worked out. As long as she's not beating me like she always does with the Palmer (laughs) brush for being the bad boy, you know, of course. Yeah,
2: well, the bad boy attracts the bad girls.
3: Yeah, bad girls, of course. You know, sometimes it attracts the good girls, too. Padel before. Oh, she ain't wonderful. She's a, she's a bad, bad girl.
2: <laughs> the last time we saw you two in our area, it was in Brooklyn. It was that Deathmatch Eight. It was Joy Janela versus Chris Dixon. Um, how was that night for you? It, it was a completely different venue than I'm sure, just a, a wrestling ring. What did you think about it?
3: It was dangerous. You no, know, you can't put Chris Dickinson in front of a, a bar without a ring. Um, he's reckless and crazy as it is, and that was just a whole different level plus the slippery floor added a whole different uh, element to the whole situation so you know i'm lucky i walked out of there with all my limbs and she walked out of there with her face you know after they get to kick it off and uh you know at the end of the night i was alive and i was happy yeah. to be alive uh a little tipsy a little drunk and uh i was happy to get that uh that fuck money
2: <laughs> well one of the the most interesting spots. One of the things that I enjoyed about that match the most, uh, for some reason, it was the drum solo. When you start convulsing on the stage, what was going on in
3: your mind? Uh, Chris Dickinson is just um, a drummer who, um, when he when he starts hitting those uh, drums, causes something to make your brain just go blank and go into seizures. So I wasn't mm. really thinking anything at that time. That's a reason that Krista gets mom to on his drum set at the age of eight Mm -hmm. was uh, because, you know, there's a possibility of death. There's a possibility of your penis falling off. And sometimes, you know, yeah sometimes you can get frostbite from his drum solo. So um, you don't want to get frostbite on the penis. And a good thing it it stopped when it did because I was on the verge of um, charcoal dick. Yeah,
2: no, we we totally saw the danger zone. So thankfully, he did stop. Um, there are many moments like this uh, and moments that are really synonymous into who Joey Janela has become. Um, these moments that you're known for are also moments that Jim Cornette is not too fond of about. Uh, obviously, the jumping off the building with Sandig, the Death Valley driver on the apron. Have you guys ever connected? Have you ever had actual words with Jim Cornette?
0: Um, no,
3: just on Twitter and stuff. He's blocked me long enough that you know I can't really respond to him anymore. That he'll go on this podcast call me an idiot and stuff. But we've never words a word to the person, and if I see him in person, I don't think it would lead to anything. Uh got to walk up to him, shake his hand because he's just uh, he's a smart man and he mm-hmm. knows how to rile up a audience. And none of his opinions are right, but. You know, a great mind. Um, maybe a little dated in 2018, but you know, I'd like to talk to him. Sit down with him. You know, buy some Dairy Queen and uh, <laughs> talk things out.
2: Cool. So you're you're willing to make amends with Jim Cornette? That's awesome.
3: Absolutely. I'm sure. I'm sure he would he'd, he'd love talking to me. Probably not, actually, though. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure he would be. I'm, I'm sure he would be fake for a few minutes and uh, be willing to uh, offer his hand to me.
2: Yeah. Other moments that were so important to your career are the epic battles that you had with Leo Rush. If there is any spot that came close to that building spot, in my opinion, was probably that big elbow drop from the ceiling on those ladders, man. Do you still keep in contact
3: with Leo? Yeah, we keep in contact quite often, actually. You know, he just had another kid, and i yeah. um, happy for him, and uh, I don't think he's got any heat. He's got a little heat right now, actually, mm-hmm. but nothing too crazy anymore, I think. I think he's just a kid. and understand that and he got a lot in the business very fast and right it was the same way and uh but i wasn't in a prominent spot like he was you know mm-hmm. i was just getting local heat i wasn't getting WWE or i wasn't on twitter at the time so i think he's gonna do really well for himself and uh i hope uh he makes it big so he can give a good life to his kids to no, a good no, father.
2: yeah absolutely and um with him being on the inside, is there any advice or any stories that he's shared with you um, that may have resonated with you?
3: No, I think I've given him advice. Touche. Touche. I <laughs> don't he's on the inside. <laughs> but, uh, I, I don't think it ended. I think um, he, he knows he's uh, I'm one of his, his favorite people to wrestle. And he's yeah. asked me for a lot of advice when we were wrestling each other every month. And, uh, you know, he still does. You know, so it's very humbling to me to... Uh, have somebody like that, you know, um, still in a great position like that, yeah. still asking me advice and trying to talk to me about the business. So this shows this shows you uh, how far I've come in my career. Yeah, where uh, I can uh, help somebody out that's constantly dealing with the heavy hitters of the wrestling business. So.
2: Yeah, and one of the things that I w- could imagine that people come to you for advice for. Is your social media presence? It's such an important layer to building any brand, and and you use it so well. Um, do you ever think before you type, or or is it just like you're in the moment and you're just like off going? Like this is this is who I am.
3: Sometimes I think before I type. Other times I'm drunk. So <laughs> I know how to uh, wither over that line without crossing it. And yeah, you do have to be a professional, and you know I believe. I follow I, I, I follow a lot of uh, mixed martial artists on uh, Twitter. and, the way they go about their business, Mm. call people out and Mm -hmm. talk smack. And I feel like that's where the money is. You know, I feel like more professional wrestlers should go that route. And I feel like some of them have, you know, after they realize, you know, that it worked for me, it worked for others as well, you know.
2: Yeah, no, I totally understand. And um, with social media, also, it's a way to continue putting yourself out there for for fans you know some of the promotions that are running are not running uh, if they're running every month great if they're not maybe every other month but then it's like how do you continue building those storylines how you continue building that big fight feel and social media is really important to get that over
3: yeah it's definitely a a good way to uh you know i don't think i don't think if twitter existed i don't know if i'd be worried about today i think i think that's certain actually you know because there's a lot of guys that are uh, a lot of guys out there are just you know, amazing athletes, you know, mm-hmm. uh, have amazing workout regimens. They look like uh, statues, and I'm not that, you know. Just, uh, you know, I enjoy myself on my uh, downtime, and, you know, I feel like social media is a big part of why I'm where I'm at right now
2: um agree and understand that. Um and through social media we've seen a lot of the the postings and pictures you posted in your travels, you're are crossing paths with iconic wrestlers. We see you with in pictures with Virgil's Scott Hall, Chris Jericho. When you meet top names like this in the business, what kind of conversations do you have with them?
3: Oh, they're just regular dudes. like
2: uh are you like sitting yeah, around they're and they're talking just... wrestling or yeah. are you like, hey how are the wife and kids?
3: Yeah, you talk wrestling I feel like you know, I, I'm at a level now that these guys, you know, they've heard they've heard my name somewhere, so they know that I'm doing something. You know, right. and, uh, you know when you get to you know to talk to these guys, and uh, yeah, you ask them for advice, of course, you pick their brains, of course. But also, there's a time and a place for that, and you know, you can do all that. But the time with these guys is just normal people. They're just they just made it to the mountaintop, and some of them I've met, they're still there. They're still at the mountaintop, and uh, you know, I'm grateful for uh, you know having the opportunity to be basically. All these guys and, you know, take their brains and also uh, Mm -hmm. get to party with them a little bit and, you know, have some wacky stories.
2: Ain't no party like a bad boy party, for sure. Nope. (laughs) Um, Speaking of the mountaintop, is that still your end all goal to make it to that mountaintop, whether it be WWE, maybe New Japan? WWE, of course. Yeah. Uh, WWE, of course. New Japan,
3: you know, that that as well. You know, it's whoever's giving me a, a big paycheck monthly and I can make a living off. And uh, moving to a nice place where I can hang some cool, uh, hang some cool posters in the living room, and Panell before you can get mad at me for uh, completely uh, ambushing the living room with my Ultimate Warrior collection, now And what's <laughs> your? I can make that money?
2: What's your prize possession in your collection?
3: I prize. have so much stuff, man.
2: I know. What? What is like uh, the probably, one?
3: Thing? Probably. toy wise It's probably the the, the WWF. Uh, Foosball table, the hockey, oh, foo's wow, hockey cool. table, which is pretty, yeah, pretty legit. Sweet, uh, in man. the box, it's worth a lot. I don't know if how much it is in the box, but it's still a cool dusty piece to my collection. Where do you see
2: in the WWE while we're still talking about the E? um Where do you see the bad boy fitting into a current storyline?
3: I have no idea. If you follow my indie career, I can fall into any facet. Um, over there, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll just be happy to make it there. You know, it's, uh, I know there's a time to shut up and listen and that'll be that time. I just hope I make it there. And once I make it there, it's, uh, for, for a little bit, I'll keep my mouth closed, my ears open and, uh, just what those guys gotta say. Cause, yeah. you know, you're not getting, you're not getting any farther than that. Mm-hmm.
2: Is there any, uh, public opinion that you think people have about you that is wrong? That you can just clear the record right now?
3: No, not really. I think i cleared all this in my my work. You know, after I got thrown off the building by Zandie, people thought I was a garbage wrestler. And people didn't know me, and then they kind of started watching my other stuff and realizing that's not the case, that I'm just a very passionate about all of the flavors of ice cream and professional wrestling. Like, I'm probably one of the best, most versatile guys right now on in the independent. I probably wrestle at anybody, you know, and go Zack St. Peter Jr. I can do a death match. I can wrestle the invisible man. I can wrestle some older fellows who were more relevant in the 90s and, you know, they wanted to feel that. Yeah. They wanted to have a match like that again. I can hang with those, you know, those guys can hang with me and they feel comfortable. It's probably my favorite part.
2: You captivated my imagination, by the way. I'm glad you brought the Invisible Man up because you captivated the imaginations of many in that match. I don't think anyone could have pulled it off as well as you did. Um, what a match. Um, so as far as versatility, being able to do that and also knowing you for all the other stuff that you do it is kudos on your part it, this is a really cool moment for me because our first independent show, mine and, and the host of the show, Michael J. Putty, our first independent show was ICW, where you face Sabu, who could barely walk because we were like, it's one of the first people that we saw when we were coming into the Elks Lodge. But I was like, is he really going to be performing? And then you went out there and you had quite a match. What did you guys go over prior to that match to make sure that, you know, it was something good that you put out there? I don't know if
3: it was quite a match uh, on his end. It was quite embarrassing, actually. Sabu's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. To wrestle him, it wasn't like wrestling Sabu. that I knew it was like wrestling a crib keeper. Um, mm. It's just one of the greatest of all time. You know, he obviously gave his body to the business. You know, he has a certain uh, attitude about him in the locker room, but he's Sabu. You know, I respect him, and uh, I try to get the best match out of him. You know, I hope we can do it again sometime and uh, make up for that. Because he, that was his last match his first hip surgery. So, mm. but I've seen him wrestle recently, and yeah. he's still a beat up man. And, uh, he's Sabu, though. Yeah, he's Sabu, he's though. That's what he's it a is. a legend, man. Yeah, but he do a lot of things differently, and uh, he doesn't help a lot of guys out and guide a lot of guys of today in the in the right direction. But it uh, chooses not to. But there's no problem. He's paid his dues.
2: Cool, my man. Now, like we mentioned at the beginning of this uh conversation, we are on the road to Joey Janela's Spring Break. Joy Janela's Spring Break one was probably one of the most talked about shows um WrestleMania weekend last year. Um, and I'm sure it will not disappoint this year. Is there anything that we could look forward to?
3: Yeah, we have everything for sure. You know, Pentagon versus Nick Cage, which is gonna be an absolute an absolute dream match. Zero Miro means zero fear, and uh, Nick Cage, you know, died in a wrestling ring. Uh, that's that's the prime example of zero fear, and should uh, be a really good one. Uh, James Ellsworth versus Matt Riddle. Wow, you know, who ever thought yeah. they would see that match? Mike Quackemore versus David Starr. That's
2: gonna be awesome, man.
3: The technical, yep. you know, prowess of both of those men. That's a uh, that's an absolute technical dream match, and uh, I'm glad to have Mike Quackemore. He's a legend and a great mind aboard for spring break. Pierre Carlet, French Canadian legend, have the Quebecers, you know, certified badass.
0: hmm
3: Still doing split salts at fifty years old. Well I don't think he did split salts back in the day, but he's busting around now because he said, Listen, if I can't do this stuff then why am I here? Everyone else can do do this stuff. Why why am I still here? That's his opinion of his the way he goes about his business. But I'm sure him and Walter that's a perfect match. And I booked for that show and, you know, Clusterfuck, of course, is back. We're, we're not going to spoil that much, but uh, there are a couple of people in there so far, but we're going to keep the rest of a surprise and uh, we'll have a little surprise bonus match on the show that we don't want to announce yet. Okay. We'll figure that out. What oh, oh yeah. I forgot. Me and for Great South. I forgot about that one.
2: <laughs> I mean, that yeah, that's going to probably steal the show.
3: Yeah, you know, so it's a main a lot event. Of are, yeah, a lot main of... event, You can if you're the main event. You technically can't steal the show because you're already there. <laughs> the show stealer steals the show from the main event. Right,
2: right, right. And
3: it's, that's something people get wrong in the in the wrestling business. And I'm sure it'll be someone will give us the run for our money. But I'm sure it's going to be a great spectacle and uh, exceed all expect- expectations.
2: Other than a uh, spring break in new orleans the bad boy i mean it's it's a bad town what else will you be up to
3: i'm getting drunk you know i'm so busy this year you know it's gonna be hard and of course eating seafood i've been i've been down in new orleans for my grind just the seafood is just absolutely out of this world you know so i'm gonna be eating a lot i'm gonna be treating myself quite well
2: well, Joey, it, it's been a pleasure having you on the show this evening. We're looking forward to spring break, too. You have a beautiful girl right next to you that I want you to get back to. Um, thank you so much for the time this evening. If we wanted to follow you on any social medias, where would we do that?
3: Chanel uh, Baby on Twitter. My last name with one L, not two. That's kind of a misconception. Business. I don't think it will ever be. If I ever get signed and you want me to keep my name, maybe I'll you know, add an extra. I'll do it just for the fuck of it. All right. Jenella and my baby, like a little tiny infant baby, and you can find me on Instagram at the bad boy Joy
0: And
3: please do not add me on Facebook. And ask me. And if you add me on Facebook, you're probably just annoying me. So,
0: <laughs>
2: ladies and gentlemen, the bad boy Joey Jenella here on a shot of wrestling. If you have not gotten your tickets yet for Spring Break Two, you're you're gonna miss out. So you get your tickets right now.
3: You're going to miss out. I'm probably going to curse uh, you with some kind of... I know this gypsy. You know, this, uh, Rebecca or something. She uh, she used to have a uh, a little... Uh, she used to have a little psychic shot on top of the work reality And You know, if I tell her, if I give her a little call, I say, remember, Joey, I used to bring you the calibone for free, every day. It's uh, curse this person if they don't go to spring break. You know, please do for me. So, you don't want the curse. It's like the dinner curse in that movie.
2: The curse of Rebecca. And on those words... Joey Jalala, why don't you just stick around because we got Last Call coming up. You down?
3: No, oh, I think I really have to stick around. Jesus. This is the bad boy Joey Jalala. If you want some more of my succulent words and my insane riddles, you got to listen to Last Call after this
0: It's In
2: The News with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. Oh, man. I'm just freaking awesome. That was a great interview, Michael J. Putty. You have to admit to the Green Man standards, to your standards, to of Wrestling standards, it probably is the best interview we've had in, in, in what, 100 episodes, I, uh, 110? Can Amazing! I, can I edit that for Amazing. a second? It's a great job. Talking?
1: Great job. Editing. What are you talking about? Was it was a flawlessly it, just, smooth interview. Beautiful. No, that, no embarrassment. No hiccups.
2: That's because me and Gene, Joey, you know, we're close. Well, you're lucky we, I we got have really, the
1: raw audio on that. Let's play a little clip. What are you clip. Let's about? play a little clip for one second. You what? so happen to edit it out. Listen to this, folks. School like me, baby. Janella. So Joseph janella was... <laughs> correcting you on a statement that you had made i don't know what you were talking about i don't remember offhand but he corrected you and your first instinct when he was correcting you was to say this school me baby i mean i know you have this very effeminate way of saying baby this and this and that calling people pet little nicknames but telling a grown-ass man Ah. that you are very infatuated with to school Mm. me baby An embarrassment, and I understand why you edited that out. So it's a smart call. Wow, very smart decision to do that. Probably shouldn't put you on blast right now,
2: Michael J. Putty.
1: But a little BTS, BTS here at the start of wrestling. We have another clip of when the interview was over. What and the mics were still rolling, the recording equipment was still recording, and uh, you stopped recording on the interview. Yeah, and the first thing you said was this. Fantastic. Were you like creaming my your pants there? God. I mean, your mics around here. Let's get the let's get the uh, audio cover of that. The sound effect is. Let's let's play this one more time.
2: Oh my god. Fantastic.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. Um, Man, you were really excited about that interview, huh? What a great climax. Great. Uh, this is the news. This is some news. Uh, yeah, no one's going to want to do interviews with us anymore. Uh, go ahead. Do the news. <laughs> okay. There's
1: a little news, folks. Uh mentioned this a couple of weeks ago how louisiana boxing and wrestling commission has issued some banned moves and prohibited the use of blood yeah so we I mentioned how that's not probably gonna affect wrestlemania the local indie shows might but it shouldn't be a big impact on wrestlemania at all well it won't be because wwe and ring of honor according to the commission are considered major league events and do not have to be subject to these bands mm-hmm. the indie shows however
2: huge
1: uh will huge be held in, to the discretion of the commission based on determinations if they are quote-unquote well-trained professionals wrestlers on in the state are required to have a licensed and updated blood work as well so that all is lost for indie fans yet
2: um well as a big a big fan of the independent scene of a being a big fan of always saying you know best wrestling is always in your backyard this is a big hit for the independent scene but we will rise again please have blood sport with no blood <laughs> well according to the louisiana Ana commission right. it, it, it probably will not have any blood but um Let's, Let me tell you, um, WWE, probably all these rules that came out will probably be the one that would, would, if they were part of this umbrella, they wouldn't give two cents because they're PG, right? Exactly, exactly. Like it, it, you've probably seen a WrestleMania or two where it, these rules would have not affected them. The independent scene. I guarantee that shows like Bloodsport, Joy all that Spring Break, um, Combat Zone Wrestling, uh, Beyond Wrestling, Progress. They will all get together and make sure that they deliver show stealing. Shows to steal WrestleMania weekend because that is what the independent scene is all about. Okay, it's about being Ugh. the little guy, being the little guy, and showing that the cream rises to the top. Michael J. Putty. So, I am interested, be on even more interested to be part of that weekend and to be part of More Than Mania with Game Changer Wrestling. All right, keep
1: moving on here. It's being reported that the WWE plans on putting up more focus on the United Kingdom Championship Division throughout 2018. They have a UK Championship Division. What? what? They apparently received sign the top five of the division, which include the champion, the Bruiserweight Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, Wolfgang Young, Trent Steven, and Mark Andrews, as well as more local talents such as Zach Gibbons and Joey Coffrey, all have signed lucrative contracts. So good for them.
2: A conversation that we had on the uh, Facebook group for Shadow Wrestling, and a lot of people chimed in and they, they think that there's still a shot for the UK championship, but it has to be booked properly. Um, I personally, I enjoyed it. I enjoy the fact that there is that UK championship and that you are able to see in some independent arenas. And I think that is something more that they could do with. Okay. They're going to be running a network show. Okay. So let's see what happens in the upcoming months. We'll keep you updated. The story we talked about last week was
1: Hulk Hogan possibly coming back into the WWE. The
0: Hulkster.
1: Well I guess someone was he was listening because he issued the following statement in regards to Hogan and I quote Hogan is an important part of the Andre the Giant documentary. Mm-hmm. However, his appearance at the HBO premiere and his plans to help others learn from his mistakes do not mean he's being rehired. He is not scheduled for any upcoming events. So there goes that.
2: Do you want to see him back? Yes. Why? H- to induct Hillbilly Jam. Okay. <laughs> Nobody else makes sense.
1: Oh man,
2: you don't? I I don't I don't think that the uh the PR work that they're doing as far as like him teaching wrestlers uh, about how to not make these mistakes um, is a route that it was necessary to take. I think they're kind of just testing the waters and trying to see how they could start slowly bringing in Hulk Hogan into the scene without ruffling too many feathers.
1: and another update from last week, uh, Vader's son Jesse provided an update on his father, who had open heart surgery. Mm-hmm. It was smooth surgery. However, his condition is a lot worse than they anticipated. Vader himself eventually took to Twitter to update his fans personally, saying, "Fear no man, feel no pain." I'm sorry to say that feel no pain is a bunch of bullshit worst pain i've ever been in even worse than getting hit in the back by a shovel by mcfoley ouch so thoughts and go to that guy hey man can't imagine what pain he's going through tough you know we can who arnold schwarzenegger also won emergency open heart surgery this week really the procedure was to replace a pulmonic valve that's right right pulmonic yeah pulmonic that originally was placed there in uh, 1987 and ironically enough the first words when he woke up from surgery was i'm back <laughs>
2: Thoughts and prayers go out to that guy. You know who does a good Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation? TJ Marconi. All right. Yeah. So I can't imagine the pain they're going through, man. Unimaginable. No, again? Ric Flair.
1: <laughs> Ric Flair is also scheduled to undergo more surgery on July 9th. Really? Uh, I he didn't had know a about that. Colostomy bag and put it in last year when he had his original health surgery, when wow. he had part of his bowels removed. That procedure is described as very serious but necessary. If he wants to return to training, what? What? <laughs> oh, that's crazy.
2: Ric Flair. Training to what? Get back in the ring or get back on the saddle of Space Mountain?
1: Isn't Space Mountain a ride? Yeah.
2: Is it, isn't he Space Mountain? Oh he is Space Mountain, so he has to so work out. And there won't be
1: a ride. There won't be a saddle.
2: He has to get back I think he's a saddle, no? Maybe.
1: School me, baby. I up six one nine three four three three zero zero five. You know the answer to the Space Mountain question. And an ongoing story we've been following. Pretty much things like week in, week out. Fox News TV rides. Oh, yeah. It's looking increasingly likely that WWE will be joining Fox in a major broadcasting deal Mm -hmm. after it has been emerged. The UFC deal has been kind of not going too well. Dave Belter noted that Fox made an offer to UFC, hoping to lock it up by the end of 2017. But now that, that nothing's going on further, they can purchase WWE broadcasting rights for the same amount with higher rating. Okay. The focus have shifted to WWE
2: yeah I mean, I told you, in the new role, in the new position here that I took of a shot of wrestling, I have a lot more advisors advising me on the finances. He went into of, detail last time yeah. of, a, of what this could mean. This deal between Fox and the, the, the WWE, and as far as money is concerned, it's it's making sense. It's making a lot of sense. It's going to make the portfolio it's not make sense. No, it's going to make the portfolio not entertainment wise, but the portfolio of the WWE a lot stronger. Doesn't make any sense. And my advisors uh, uh, beg to differ.
1: NBC Universal has a big umbrella of networks. Fox has Fox, but what cable goes, goes to two hours from eight. To 10 no overrun,
2: but think about this what Uh, so what Smackdown
1: goes to a fucking C list D list network, uh,
2: all right? Yeah, but Think about this. Vince McMahon's a negotiating man, right? He's never going to sign a contract that does not benefit the WWE. There has to be something that Fox is putting on the table Dollars. that NBC does not have for them. You're Could there have been a restriction that NBC puts on the WWE? Could Does the WWE want more? I don't know. We're, we'll find out and we'll keep you abreast of the situation. Michael J. Party, go ahead.
1: Uh, John Cena's in the news again. He lended himself yet another film role. It was announced that he'll be playing Duke Nukem for an upcoming live-action film. you played Duke Nukem before, huh?
2: No, I don't think I have.
1: That, that franchise spawned nine video games, really? a comic book, over a 20-year period, so... You don't read the Duke Nukem comics. Make sure you read To Be the Man comics. <laughs> yeah. He's playing good, Chapter One. Uh, however, you know, the movie producer confirmed that John Cena is going to be Duke Nukem. However, there's no script yet. He says that there is a possibility of John Cena rejecting the role if he does not like the script. You guys care? I don't think we do, but we'll keep you updated.
2: Well, you're the John Cena fan, so I'm sure you care.
1: Another question I've been asking myself for the last several weeks is why the hell is Paul Heyman and Duncan Goldberg? I've been asking around. Finally, got, finally got an answer.
2: That's a very good question. Maybe we should put that on the f- the Facebook page. Why? so we could get the discussion going, but wait, you got, got I, the got an answer. Oh, yeah. so tell me, tell me the answer.
1: Paul Heyman and Goldberg developed a close personal relationship during Goldberg's feud with Brock Lesnar. Hmm. Heyman was reportedly largely responsible for producing Goldberg's material, as well as helping them put the match together. So they bonded instantly. So good for them. Now wow. it makes sense. So I can't argue that. Makes sense. Nothing.
2: No. You no know one makes sense. Hulk Hogan inducting <laughs> a hillbilly Jim. <laughs> You're not going to give that one up. Hashtag Hulk Hogan inducting Hillbilly Jim. That's a long hashtag, dude. A couple
1: weeks ago, talked about how NXT is going to debut the North American Championship. Yes. As well as possibility for 205 Live Tag Team Championship. Well, now, wouldn't you know, another championship's in the works. According to a wrestling fan on Reddit who leaked the news of the NXT Championship before WWE confirmed it, is now reporting WWE is in the process of having themselves a Women's Tag Team Championship.
2: Interesting. Rumored to debut around SummerSlam. That sounds awesome to me. I like it. I definitely like it Uh, it so here's my question because I started thinking this a lot more especially after the Women's Royal Rumble came around how much more do you continue to push the women's division where they begin to have it all where they begin to have so they have the Women's Royal Rumble they've had the Women's Elimination Chamber they have women's cage matches they've had money in the banks now you're saying that's going to be a tag team title could there be a mid-card title for it so much so that are you going to start separating the women to have their own brand their own identity, like like kinda like the glow, the women's at glow. You know, yeah. where it's like an all women's division, an all women's show. Like it's gonna be Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, and a women's, I don't know. Name name the show. I don't know. You're good at this stuff. Hurls and Girls? There you go. I don't think so. Thursday nights, Hurls and Girls, WWE. Mm-hmm. No? I'm just saying, because the more content that... And the so more you think appet-
1: a 205 live show for women?
2: Could there be? Could no. there be a women's cruiserweight?
1: No. Because women are part of the show.
2: Cruiserweight they, is, they are now. Cruiserweights have their own thing. They are now. So that's it. Another news?
1: Last week, we ended the news mourning the loss of BCW's own AJ Pan's mom.
2: Sad week. Yeah.
1: However, this week, finally, we get to celebrate life. A new life. It was announced... Ms. And Maurice welcomed their first daughter into the world, Monroe Sky Mizanin.
2: Oh, yeah, that's for you, Monroe. We'll, we'll be parting up one day soon. Don't worry.
1: Was born in... It's gross. <laughs> your son could, though. Hey, oh. yeah. She was born at 3 a.m. on Tuesday, March 27th at 7 pounds, 5 ounces. So a big congratulations to Maurice on having a beautiful baby girl, and even a bigger congratulations to Monroe for having to miss as your dad. <laughs>
2: I have to say congratulations to the whole Mizanin family. Uh, When a baby comes into the world, it's not just the parents who assume a great new responsibility, a great new lease on life, but it's also the grandparents who get to spoil this kid rotten. Um, The godparents, the friends, the family um, who get to come over. And hang out with the little baby and bring the baby little toys and give them sugar and give them Coca Cola right. and then walk the fuck away. Damn right. Damn right. That's literally what happens in my household all the time. Thank you, Michael J. Putty. My pleasure. That's all I got for news. Anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I, I think so far we're doing so well. I'm, I'm a little uh, disappointed um, about how you uh, outed me yeah. in my interview, but um, we move on. We have a wrong back to and heels. Let's go.
0: A stop of wrestling presents Raw and Smackdown,
2: here and here. Alright, what do you get for Raw? Uh, Michael J. Putty, I mean, I gotta say I liked Raw, but there's that's what fun. I always say. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there's no difference here, but there is a reason I like Raw, and I also like Smackdown. I like Smackdown a little bit better than Raw this week, but the main reason for me is because we're two weeks away from Wrestlemania and literally it was a what I would say a go home show caliber because it literally was everything was it was they were all building matches okay. it was like hey you're gonna see this match at Wrestlemania so let me give you a story about it so you saw the Nia Jax and the Alexa Bliss storyline start uh, evolving and that but the, in that case that is my only heel for Raw because they made it all about mania and they should have been making it all about mania two three weeks ago you know mm-hmm. by By now, I would have been like, holy shit, Mania is going to be awesome. Mania would have been sold out, but it's not. And it's because they literally waited two weeks before Mania to give you really a good build of a storyline, you know, and really invest in it. So let me tell you what I liked in their investment. Okay. Okay, So I'm going to cheers. My biggest cheer for for the evening for Raw was uh, the Triple H and Stephanie promo that they did. That whole video package of them training, them being the authority figure, them going against Ronda Rousey and the fact that, you know, they've done it before. They're just going to go. They're going to teach this girl a lesson and they're just going to repackage her to something else. Because that's what they do. So I enjoyed it because it, it totally told the story. It it fed into who their characters were going into it. Um, and I thought it was a very strong, a little long, but uh, very strong and needed, um, I guess, vignette. It, it would be like a modern version of, of a vignette because they're a lot more real nowadays. Remember, like back in the days, the vignettes were a lot more gimmick driven. Mm-hmm, yep. This was more like, how can we put more realism into this vignette? And that's uh, what I think it, it was. Okay. So that was my big cheer for Monday Night Raw. But I cannot forget about two other cheers. One, Braun Strowman not revealing his character, no, the, his it's okay, um, partner. It's all for this guy. I love it because the fact that it creates some mystery, it makes me want to be like, well, who's going to be his acting partner? You know, and and it's actually a, a storyline that is the, being developed through the weeks from when Braun Strowman entered that that tag team big match uh, and he went in and out alone and then he won and then what does that mean you know all the questions get risen up and then the bar comes and confronts him I want to know who your tag team partner is so apparently now it's not just Braun Strowman going to try to be the tag team champions it's Braun Strowman and a partner so who do you think it's going to be I don't care really I don't care at all well what's the, uh, the cheat sheets or the internet double names about? Of course number what are one the
1: names Blight. Yes, the only one that comes to mind that makes no sense It's stupid I hope it doesn't happen
2: okay yours uh, I, I hear Bobby Lashley a lot because he's been signed I, I think it's a good idea to big strong guys God, going in there in dominating the <laughs> <laughs> going in and dominating the division against the bar I mean who else could beat the bar everybody <laughs> uh, and my final cheers uh, for Monday Night Raw is something that I'm sure you're going to cheers as well uh, Miss TV Miss TV because uh, they pulled one over they finally pulled one over over uh, Finn Balor and uh um, to a genius. <laughs> and and uh, Seth Rollins. I think it, it was good. I didn't I didn't see the turn coming. And by the time I saw the turn coming, it already had happened. Mm. You know? Yeah, I, I I really thought Miz was going to be like, fuck the Mr. Raj. Like, I don't no need way. them. Like, I'm going straight into Mania. I'm going to prove I'm the best champion ever. But uh, yeah, it was all a hoax. And I loved every minute of it.
1: They're going to cheers Paul Heyman cutting a promo saying, raised Roman Reigns repeatedly without fucking it up. Raised Roman Reigns. Raised Roman Reigns. Raise... I can do it. To- <laughs> Ray's Roman, Ray's Roman. You <laughs> try. <trying. You're>
2: <laughs> I mean, they started off raw, uh, but predictable. You knew Reigns was going to come out.
1: I could have, cheers, Jamie I could have Frost. written that. Who? Jamie Frost. Jamie Frost. Oh, man. Oscar's a
2: jobber? Mm. <laughs> and why is Oscar <laughs> on raw?
1: Why is Oscar on raw? Isn't she on SmackDown now? Uh,
2: well, she's still technically the uh, uh, raw... Uh, roster member. Cheers! Finally,
1: finally, the uh, Sasha and Bailey thing come to blows. Yeah, about fucking time. Talk about slow building on that one.
2: And I appreciate that. That's why it was.
1: Going to heal Ronda Rousey's makeup.
2: What, what, what was that about?
1: Her makeup. You see that? I mean, You're healing the makeup. This is your thing. You're healing so, the makeup. This is a this wrestling is your thing. podcast. Okay, it just looked off. Glam Squad does a great job in this woman beautiful. And it's just uh, orange under the eye? I don't know. Maybe it's some new and fashion that, trend that, that weak, you don't know about. Weak ass, boring ending, anticlimactic. Say what? mm mm-hmm. Smackdown, right?
2: Smackdown? Uh, which who I thought won won the week? Smackdown Yeah Usually does And I'll tell you Can I just tell you why My it. only cheer for, for For Smackdown Is Daniel Bryan The fact that Daniel Bryan Is back I'm, in, I'm a huge Daniel Bryan Mark I'm a fan Like call me Whatever you, you will Like I will Wash his car Walk his dog Like whatever you need me To do Daniel I am there for you My man Okay School me baby But listen It's selling WrestleMania tickets and it's making things a lot more interesting for me to watch SmackDown because now I'm interested to know like, well, what is Daniel Bryan going to do next? You know, when is he going to get in the ring? When is he going to do more? I want to see more. Um, So big cheers on that. And. Take it away. Is all you have That's all I have, man. I'm just excited that O'Brien's Ryan's back, man.
1: Good. Cheers, Rusev winning and getting to the US U.S. title match. Give him something to do. All right. I'm going to cheers, Shelton Benjamin getting the main event spot. Okay. Good match. You got a chance to yeah, show yeah. what he can do in the ring in a prominent fashion in a
2: prominent spot. They could have picked anyone. Pick picked Shelton Benjamin. It's a fresh, new matchup. Liked it. Well, Shelton Benjamin has, I mean, before... Coming back to the WWE, he had a pretty impressive run in, in a lot of other promotions. Even uh, New Japan, Like the mm-hmm. uh, as a singles competitor, he killed it out there. Even before he left, while in the WWE.
1: Yeah. I'm going to heal. It is the penultimate episode of SmackDown before WrestleMania. And that's when you decide to have a, finally, a lackluster in-ring promo face-to-face with your main event match. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a feud I've been not... Excited about so boring. Nothing's been going on. What do you think they need to do with Shinsuke? Because
2: Release the whole him. really get him out of my TV. That's serious. Yeah, he's boring.
1: He doesn't do wow. nothing.
2: You, you so here's the question: Here Do you think it that a wrestler who cannot speak, who does not have the mic skills, no matter how great the wrestler is, never will get over? That's true.
1: In your opinion? Yeah, you need, you need a mouthpiece, but he's not bad on promos. I mean, if you get through the accent, he's not
2: that bad. I mean, he, he all he says is need to face. Yeah, but there's not much no, I mean they they've they've done a great job at building him and, and giving him those key phrases. Phrases, yeah. Like, hey, you go out and you say this. Not for nothing that needs to face thing has to be a shirt coming down the line. Oh, definitely! Yeah, make some money out of it. Um, but he tossed in that, the ring, wasn't it?
1: Seeing a punk's thing. <laughs> the Rock no, had, his, well, his thing Rock was said, go
2: to f- go go to sleep. Yeah, but the Rock had boots uh, to asses. Didn't he come out with knees to faces? No, I don't think he so. came up with mocking he, shirt. He, he did come up with it. Oh, uh, whoever knows, dial it up 619-343-3005. and uh, school us, baby. <sighs> final, final, my final heel. Greg the Gargoyle Grimes. Reacting the way he did after he
1: lost the Fabulous Frank. I mean, come on. That's not that, that, that's not cool. That's not cool. That's not how a champion should act. That's your role model. Don't know what I'm talking about? Make sure you pick up To Be the Man in Comics. Evil ain't good. Chapter 1. I've read it. I, I was surprised 20... just as you were. Yeah. yeah. I would have healed it. Leaving me wanting more. Can't wait for Chapter 2 to come out. Yeah.
2: Who are these zombies? Who? 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 Who?
1: Ratings. Raw drew a 3.366, which is up from last week's 3.327. Raw was number one in Viewership for the night and number one in 1849 demographic. Smackdown this week drew a 2. 2.576 million, which is down 11% from last week's 2.888 million. Uh, SmackDown was number four in view for the night, behind Fixer Upper, Hannity, and Rachel Maddow. Mm-hmm. SmackDown was number one in the night for the 18 to 49 demographic for the third week in a row.
2: That's it. One more week to go. That's it. Yeah. You know, we started this show around WrestleMania season. And when we got started, it really was just a WWE driven show. What a difference two years in, in in a shot of wrestling has made. The amount of people that have supported us along the way who's come who have come and done the show, not just on interviews, but literally Come to the Studio Omega Studios um, and done the show with us has has been amazing. Truly, just like memories. Like if you told me I would, I this is the last show I would ever do of a shot of wrestling, I would say I, I would die a happy man because I think this we, show we've done this episode, I think we've done You've done better a lot. Better. <laughs> but uh so I just want to say thank you, man. Thank you oh, uh, to everybody. The the list is too long to even start naming no, names. You're welcome. But uh, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Um, and like I've always pleasure. said, Michael J. Putty, the best is yet. To to come, All right. Then go home thoughts. Oh. Besides that, was that your home thoughts? Huh? Is that your home no, Well, I just got a little sentimental. I didn't know. But uh, go home thoughts. Um, if you want to support us, it's really, it's easy. It's free. Um, it, but it definitely goes a long way. It's around for 10 years. <laughs> oh, uh, it does. It definitely goes a long, long way. Um, so subscribe to podcasts. Um, be that that person who weekly listens to us you know and hit that subscribe button on podbean okay uh, we want to see that number grow we want to hear your feedback and like we said from the beginning this show is from the fans and it's to the fans and we want to hear your thoughts so if you like something let us know if you don't like something let us know a lot of the things on how we've evolved these last two years has been because of that feedback not just from people in the business people who've listened to the show and you know we t- we take that to heart we really listen to you guys uh, because we Want to make sure that we provide a great podcast week after week after week after week, and let me tell you that shit ain't easy, baby. <laughs> it's not easy, and we're not giving up anytime soon.
1: Last week we watched our favorite WrestleMania, WrestleMania ten, keeping our annual tradition alive. I mentioned years with number thirty, mm-hmm. looking back in the record books, you know. Also, WrestleMania nineteen happened. Mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a post about it. I had to read about it. It didn't sound too bad. Yeah, I have to go back and rewatch episode uh episode. <laughs> WrestleMania nineteen,
2: nineteen. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, go home. Thoughts to me is yeah. a big
1: thank you to to be the band comics as they present evil ain't good chapter one. Make sure you turn on to chapter two to find out what happens with fabulous Frank Hazard and Greg the Gargoyle Grimes. I am on the edge of my seat.
2: How, how do you get a sponsorship with a shadow wrestling? Funny you should ask that. Green man, take it away. This is the Green Man from a shadow wrestling asking you. Are you ready? That's right, are you ready to get over with the legion of fans and supporters of professional wrestling? Whether you're a small business, social media brand, or entrepreneur, you have to do what is best for business and join the network of sponsors on A Shot of Wrestling. As a sponsor, you will be featured in an episode of the show and promoted on all of our social media platforms. Packages start as low as $50 and are individually structured to benefit you, the sponsor, we strongly believe that wrestling brings us together. So what are you waiting for? Email us at inbox at a shot of for more information. And if you're not down with that, we have two words for you. Follow us. Supporting a shot of wrestling is fun and free. Just follow us at a shot of wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and a shot of wrestling. No a on Twitter. Come on. Take a shot.
0: Oh, so take a shot.
1: Good job, man. Yeah, well, it,
2: it is that simple. Funny, because uh, after you stop recording, I have this clip. <laughs> no, no. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> it for uh, oh, Jesus Christ. You've schooled me, baby, all through this uh, episode. It. <laughs> it's going to be a thing now. That's it. It's going to be a Your thing. next, next fucking freaking shirt. freaking asshole. Oh, man, but I love you. Um, thanks. thanks no, for I love being, you too. Thanks for being a great host to a shot of wrestling. Yeah there there's sure. no one better than michael j putty uh make sure you follow him at michael j putty on uh instagram and twitter yeah make it happen michael j putty this is the last time i'm gonna see you until uh nola baby new orleans ticket yeah to wait i got many tickets already like purchase which one do you, are uh, you
1: referring to the grind of stage in the mall the showcase of the immortals WrestleMania. Uh,
2: joey oh sorry okay i thought you were gonna say joey Janalis i wasn't going to break. say that no 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 okay uh no i don't have a ticket um but ticket sales um haven't been doing that well a lot of the ticket prices have gone down and i was very tempted this morning to be like "Ooh, 350 floor seats not bad but then i was like yeah i probably could find something better once i get there on the black market black market tickets yes yeah, so i'm looking, um, forward to it. looking forward to the good food great food in new orleans my man great, great drinks food. even yeah. better drinks yeah for sure hit me with a hurricane <laughs> the drink the drink <laughs> but there yeah we're gonna get our wrestling fix like you wouldn't believe this year
1: episode one way to talk about Pete Rosado uh-huh. right it's my 13th yeah New, York, New York's gonna be my 14th
2: yeah don't go to 15 I like your idea about you going with Pete Rosado for your 15th one of us and did. his
1: first one of us said he was giving me the runaround
2: I think I think I think I it should be I, he's giving me the runaround really yeah. oh Pete you're the heart on air. Come on. He, he, he wasn't committing to it. He wasn't committing. You know, well, he he's a frugal man, like he said. Yeah. <laughs> you know.
1: If you want to go to WrestleMania with Michael J. Putty, dial it up 619-343-3005. Ladies preferable. That's it. Yeah. That's all I got for me. But if you can't
2: make it, Michael J. Putty, to WrestleMania. I can make it. Yeah, but th- there's many people who can't. Mm. If you can't make it to WrestleMania this year... But you still want to watch it with the best wrestling fans in the area. Take it down to Bayside. Take it down to Bell Boulevard. The Crown Room, A Shot of Wrestling, the brand, will be hosting. Yet again, this is going to be our third viewing party. And it it is, like you said, the grandest stage of of them all. So watch it on a big, grand, projecting screen. Huge. I mean, you could stand up next to it and it's like John Cena is standing right in front of you. It's insane.
1: We won't be there, but we have a nice little crew that comes every year. Yeah. Uh, every year. Last couple shows. <laughs> They'll and, uh, be there. Good food. Great food. Get the burger with the fried egg on top. Mm.
2: You get to do the S.O.W. Shotski. They're fun. Only, yeah. Only, it's, it's 20 bucks. So, I'm like, sure you're like, either sitting or,
1: down because it didn't really pan out too well when I'm, we're standing up.
2: Well, because you're a tall guy. Yeah. You're a short man. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a great old time and I've been to a lot of viewing parties and, and I can't tell you how great it is. If you can't make it to an event, this is the next best thing. This is truly the next best thing because you're right around wrestling fans who love wrestling just as much as you do and, and are fucking awesome, man. Why? Because wrestling brings us together. And if you want a wrestling brings us together shirt, sure, DM us, inbox at a shot wrestling.com.
1: All right. Another episode in the books. 110. It's been a pleasure, buddy. Yeah, good seeing you.
2: Can't wait to Mania.
1: So, four green man for the bad boy joey janella for to be the man comics evil ain't good chapter one i've been your host at michael j putty until next week putty yep.
2: all right ladies and gentlemen what an episode it has been and it's my favorite part of the episode it's last call we've had a few shots of wrestling and we could always go for a few more and we have the bad boy himself joey janella back here with us now, Joy, this is how it works. It's rapid-fire questions. The first thing that comes to your mind is the first thing you should answer. Are you ready?
3: Yeah, guys. <laughs>
2: In a way we go, what is your favorite adult beverage?
3: Oh, of course, beer.
2: Nice. What is your go-to karaoke song?
3: ACDC, uh, TNT.
2: Who has been your toughest opponent?
3: Um, Necro Butcher.
2: Other than wrestling, what is your favorite sport?
3: football
2: would you rather have sex with two fives or five twos
3: um five twos
2: what was your favorite wrestlemania
3: um uh 17
2: who is your celebrity crush uh what is the craziest thing you have done under the influence
3: um man uh it's a hard question. I've done a lot of things <laughs> under the influence. Probably a piss in the middle of a the movie theater in the arcade.
2: All right. And finally, who is your dream opponent?
3: Your dream opponent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dead or alive? Alive. Oh, Battlecat.
2: All right. Ladies and gentlemen, what a great episode. We are on the road to WrestleMania. We're on the road for Joy Janela's Spring Break 2. We will see you in New Orleans.
3: you there, you guys better come or I'll taking your underwear.
2: <laughs> hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and
1: body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. ha, ha, ha.